and welcome to Sassy Nation on this extremely cold, blustery Friday, January 29th, 2021. So yes, it is, I feel like I live in Alaska. That's basically it right now. I feel like it's Alaska out there. I had to go out there to CVS. <laughs> That's all I'm going for today. I have meetings today, so luckily I don't have to worry about leaving the house. Um, that's the happy, those are the happy moments. I had a meeting this morning at 7 o'clock in the morning. I am so happy that we have it on Zoom. That's why. I have to leave the house in this frigid cold because when I woke up this morning at 6, it was like 14 degrees. The temperature right now is like 16. I think it meant, ooh, 17 heat wave. Uh, so yeah, it's colder. It's cold here in New York. For those that listen and that are not in New York and you have like a beach and you have like happy, happy vibes, <laughs> please pass that on to us. We were supposed to get a snowstorm now. I mean, come on. I'm done. I'm done with winter now. Like by this time like of the year, the end of January, I'm always finished with winter. So now I have my cheerleading team starting up again. So competitive cheer is starting. Um, I don't know about basketball cheer, really. Football cheer will be starting soon because the football season was moved from September to March, uh, where I where I coach for high school. So uh, exciting times ahead. A lot of meetings, a lot of different things happening, and we're all thrusted into it. So, uh, and I have a meeting on Sunday. See, so it, it's crazy, crazy times. Um. So I had my other, I had my radio show yesterday, which I do broadcast, by the way, for those that don't know, live on my Facebook page. So if you find Stephanie Dolce on Facebook, and I think I have like 2,900 followers on my personal page. Um, I don't even know what the number is, maybe 28, uh, who knows. Um, that's not the point. The point is that that's who I am. Like there's other Stephanie Dolce's. The one that says has followers, 2,900, there I am and also my picture should be the same as all my other um, platforms at least I try to keep everything um, unified and that's also a social media tip for all those entrepreneurs out there and all those businesses out there you want your profile picture to really be the same across the board because then like I said it's easier for people to follow you that's how social media works so yesterday I talked about um, fake scams on Instagram. Um, I'll get into that again here because it's a good PSA for everybody who has children. Um, so we'll get, we'll get into that. I'm just getting an email from somebody. So, um, uh, you know, of course, I talked about the Facebook off Facebook activity. I'll just repeat what that is. Um, of course, I talked for the most part about the Jets because the fan base, oh God, guys, you are so like illogical and stupid, literally. The fan base is illogical and stupid. So uh, not all of them. There are some smart fans out there, but for the most part on Twitter, they're stupid. Facebook, they're not that smart either because they all think that like, you know, getting 
getting uh, Watson is going to all of a sudden save us. So I'm going to just say this. And I also wanted to, I have to answer a question because Justin on um, Justin on Twitter sent me a direct message and asked me why I feel so strongly about Sam and why I'm against Watson. So I'm going to answer that question. But hold on. This is this is part of my answer, though, too. So I just I wrote something really down. This is what I said on Facebook. So hold on. OK. So I want to just point this out. Okay. Do you, all right, this is fellow Jets fans. Do you guys realize and understand the reasons why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl? I mean, do you seriously like get it? Because I don't think you do. You know, they're going to the Super Bowl because they built the team around Brady. It's not just Brady. He can't do it by himself. He can't throw the ball, catch the ball, run the routes, play defense. It's not just Brady. Okay. He needs the team to help him succeed. You know, that's how you win a Super Bowl by building the team around the quarterback. It doesn't matter how great your quarterback is because what happens with football that doesn't happen with baseball and it doesn't happen in basketball, even, well, hockey is a team sport too. But no matter how great your quarterback might be, everyone he needs, so the quarterback needs everyone on the team to do their job. Unlike basketball, where you can have like one to two superstars carry the team, or on baseball, you can have a pitching staff carry a team, or maybe one to two hitters carry the team. Mostly the pitching staff carries the team on baseball. Um, in football, you need all 11 guys who are on the field at the same time to perform on both sides of the ball. You need the defense and you need the offense. It doesn't matter. You can put, for the Jets, you can put Joe Montana back there. We can get Joe Namath out of retirement and put him back there, okay? It doesn't make a difference when you don't have the, the necessary parts to make the Jets successful. Right now, they need to draft an LG, an RG, an running back, a wide receiver one, an, a first wide receiver, because they have Mims, who's probably a two. I'm going to say he's a two. Then you need to have a complementary wide receiver at three. All right. They need two, you know, um, OLB slash D. And they need two CB. If you don't know what those are, those, you know, I'm not going to, I'm just using the, the little terminology because I like the terminology rather than using what, you know, CB is cornerback for those that don't know. Like, so you can just look it up. Just look up what, if you understand football, then you'll know what those mean. Like RB is running back. WR is wide receiver, like that kind of stuff. Uh, left guard is LG, just so you know. Um, left guard, right guard. I mean, we have all these things. We have O-line that we need too. Hello. And by the way, that's why JD built up all that draft capital. 
to draft and build a team the right way. I know people go, oh, we have all this cap space and we can get people and sign people. Yes, we can. But you don't want to buy a team. You want to build a team. There's a difference. Look at the Yankees. I'm going to use the Yankees as the perfect example. They haven't won a World Series since 2009. What the hell do they do? They don't. They buy. They they have buying team. They try to buy the team. You know, we had to do it with trades too. And trades that didn't work out. I mean, Stanton's a perfect example. All that freaking money. Has he worked out on this team? No. Has he made this team a success? No. How long has he been here? Hello. Then you have, well, you have injury-prone guys on that team, too, but, uh, you know, they don't have, then they went out and got Cole, thinking they needed one pitcher. No, it's a, it's a lot of different part, moving parts. Same thing with football. Same thing with the Jets. It's a lot of moving parts. So, and I'm going to say this, Watson has played with a top wide receiver. 2018-2019, he had Hopkins. He also had a pretty darn good uh, running back, okay? And then in 2019, he had Hopkins, Fuller, and Kute. I think that's how you say his name, as their wide receiver core, their wide receiver core. And they still couldn't win. He's throwing a hissy fit, okay? He's throwing a hissy fit because, oh, oh boo-hoo-hoo, they're not hiring who I want them to hire. They're not interviewing who I told them to. Well, who the fuck does he think he is? You're not the GM. You're the quarterback. You're not in charge. You don't make those decisions. You don't pay the, the, pay the other team members. You don't pay people on the payroll. Get on the payroll. You're not the one who dishes out the money. You're the quarterback. And you signed your extension. Because you wanted to be there. See, so when a player signs an extension, what does that mean? That means he wants to stay there. Now, I've read articles that he's like, oh, we need to change the culture on this team and we need leadership. Um, Yo, idiot. Hello, I'm talking to you, Watson. You're an idiot. You're supposed to be the leader on the team. Dope. And that's another reason. We're going, we're going to take somebody who's disgruntled. And you think he's not going to get disgruntled here? You're going to trade your first round picks and, uh, and more picks, right? For him, you're going to let Houston then get to build a team and rebuild while we still have to rebuild. And then you think he's not going to get disgruntled here? Who's he throwing to? We just wiped out the first round where all the really good wide receivers are. I mean, yes, I know Mims was not a first round, whatever. We know, we get it. There are some other good picks in the second and third round. And maybe, yes, uh, no, I'm not really that high on Allen Robinson. But there are other options for wide receiver. But there's nobody out there like that, like Smith. I would prefer them to pick him at number two or pick Suell. I think that's how you say his name, or Swell, whatever, however we say his name, and then move Beckin to right tackle. 
and then you fix, then you're fixing the O-line. You're either fixing the O-line at number two or you're getting the wide receiver at number two. That's building a team. That's building a team. None of this, none of this stuff where we have to get Watson. Now, so like I said, and you don't think he's gonna get disgruntled here? Um, let me point out something. Le'Veon Bell got disgruntled, and I know he got disgruntled because of gays. We all get it. Gay seems to have that effect on everybody he, he comes in contact with. But that's my point. He got disgruntled in Pittsburgh and had a boo-hoo-hoo fit, sat out for a year, signed with the Jets, was misused. But if you had we seen him play in Kansas City? He don't look him, he doesn't look his usual self. That that sitting out that year killed him. And we just got rid of our disgruntled player in Jamal Adams. Do you really want that distraction on this team? And that's not really how you build a culture on this team, by the way, with him. And then I have to have some doofus on Twitter to, uh, send me, oh, well, you're going to question his character. So look, he's helped the homeless. I don't fucking care if he gives the homeless every single person in Texas a freaking new house. That's not how, that, that has no effect on how he's going to win Super Bowls. And guess what? Every NFL player does that kind of stuff. They do community stuff. And that's great. And I'm not saying it's not great. But don't throw me that, don't throw me that shit on Twitter and say, oh, well, look, he's helping the homeless and he's giving people this and he's doing this. I don't care. That's not, that has no bearing on him winning a Super Bowl. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, these, these Jets fans are so stupid. Because I pointed out a couple things. First of all, let me just tell you what I pointed out. Because it's just crazy. And then someone says, um, he's a top three quarterback. Um, Julian, no, he's not. You want me to name some quarterbacks that are, are above him? Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers, Breeze, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, there's six. Jared Goff, seven. Josh Allen, eight. Where, where is he in the list? I'm, I'm, oh, Big Ben, nine or eight. Where is he? I think that's nine. I think I named just nine quarterbacks that are above him. And how many of those quarterbacks have won Super Bowls? Let's, let's see. Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers, Breeze, Big Ben. There's five right now in that list that are top quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. Then you have, then you have Herbert coming up the ranks and hopefully when Burrow comes back from his injury, coming up the ranks as a good quarterback. Which leads me to Sam Darnold. Which also leads me to talk about Baker Mayfield. So last year with Baker Mayfield, look at how horrible he was. You want to know why? Coaching matters. He got a new coach this year. The coach took his talent and ability and transformed it on the field. So Justin, to answer your question, that's why I'm comfortable with Sam for lots of reasons. But you give him a coaching staff that's determined to, to work with him and to showcase his strengths, not do what Gaze did, which was highlight his weaknesses and not correct a damn thing. 
I mean, the day that he threw flat-footed. Correct. The day he threw this, he, or he did this, or he didn't do something like, that you didn't think that he should have done. Correct it. Did you ever see Gaze correct Sam? No. Did Bowles ever correct Sam? No. He did have Josh McCallum correct Sam. So then what the hell was Flacco doing? I mean, seriously. If you're going to have a veteran quarterback on a squad, shouldn't he be mentoring the younger quarterback? Uh, hello? But Sam has so many good qualities that make him a franchise quarterback. First of all, he has leadership. Want to know why? Here's the difference between him and Watson. He takes accountability for everything that happens with the team. Watson blames everybody but himself. Is that who you want as, as the leader of the team? You want somebody who's going to blame everybody else and not be accountable? Right now, it's everybody else's fault that, that, that the Houston Texas suck. He can't look at himself and say maybe he needs to get better. No, Sam's always being accountable for sometimes when he shouldn't be accountable. And Gay should have taken responsibility. He's accountable. He wants to improve. He wants to get better. He's going to work his ass off again during the offseason with his personal quarterback coach. He is gritty. He's grindy. He's resilient. Look at all the shit that you're all throwing at him. He's still standing. Has him crumbled. Because he's got what it takes to be a franchise quarterback. Not only just that part of it, but the ability and the talent that I see from him when he's on the field. And you, like I said, you need all moving parts to work with Sam. And the one thing that Gaze never let him do was audible. He never was allowed to audible. A quarterback needs to audible. The wide receiver needs to run the right route. You know, everybody has to do their right stuff. They got to, it's all motion. It's not just Sam. It's the entire team. And like I just said, you build a team around him. You build a team around him and then you build an offense that's designed to showcase all his strengths as a quarterback. And I believe that that's what this new coaching staff's going to do. So, and by the way, you know, Elizabeth, I was just reading something that like uh, Chris Mortensen and Adam Scheffner um, don't think that um, they're, they're off the Watson to the Jets train. Well, well, we'll whoop de do. But I'm going to tell you something. The Jets would be stupid to do that. Just because his agent wants him to be the face of the franchise? No, I don't want him being the face of my franchise. Keep your ass in Texas. So I hope I answered your question. <laughs> I mean, basically, Sam has never been given that opportunity to have a team built around him and to have a coaching staff that knows what the fuck they're doing. I mean, let's be real. He started with bowls. He ended with gaze. Gaze, God almighty, he should have been fired after they lost like the third or fourth game of this year. After they went 0-4, goodbye. I would have been, nip, nip, goodbye. But, you know, they couldn't because Chris Johnson had opened his big fat mouth. And his ego is more worth more than anything else. He doesn't care. He just cares about himself and his ego. But hopefully Woody Johnson 
understands not to appease the fan base and give them what they want because what you guys want is a magical unicorn. It's far-fetched. He's not going to solve shit. We have so many holes on this team. You got to build a culture. You got to build a team to win. That's why Tom Brady's in the world in the Super Bowl. Now, in basketball, like I said, doesn't matter. And baseball doesn't matter either. Hockey, it's kind of the same thing with hockey. You have to build a team in hockey. And they have to gel together. They have to mesh. Chemistry is important. Coaching is important. Those are the two biggest things in sports. I'm a coach. I've coached basketball. And I've, I coach cheerleading. So I can tell you. in competitive cheerleading. So it's a sport, by the way, for those that don't think it is. We win, we win trophies. It's competitive. It's a sport. I want to tell you that. I want to say this. If curling is a sport, okay, then cheerleading is a sport. I don't want to hear anything. NASCAR is a freaking sport. Going in a car and going around in circles. I mean, come on. I was that competitive. But anyway, I digress. I've coached at the highest level of basketball, too, with travel, travel teams, with AAU. I can tell you, developing players takes time. And that's the problem here with the Jets. Because the fans go, oh, well, he's trash. Oh, he's trash. Oh, he stinks. Uh, remember how you said that last year about Quentin Williams? Oh, he's trash. Oh, what a waste of a pick. He looks really freaking ass good, don't you think? Good thing they didn't trade him away like you all wanted him to because they traded away Leonard Williams and look how fucking good he looks. We would have had the Williams, I would have called them the Williams brothers on the defense, on defense. Up front. Up front, the Williams brothers. <laughs> Although they're not brothers, but they had the same last name, which is kind of cool. But nope. Go get rid of him. He sucks. He's trash. It just shows you guys have no idea what you're talking about half the time because you've never been in a position to develop anybody. I taught. I was a teacher. I had to develop children. Okay? Teachers develop kids. They don't develop on your time, on when you think they're going to be developed. They develop on their own time, in their own way. And some players take longer to develop than others. Look at the Rangers right now. Their number one pick just got his first goal last night. That took a while. Everybody was thinking he comes out of the gate, boom, he's going to score goals. It took him a while. Because now he's in a new environment. He's got to get developed. And they all have to gel together to win. It's not like, you know, they're not robots. They're people. Remember that. Athletes are people. So, there we go. I think I answered it. I think I'm done with that question. Um, I was going to mention this, but I think I'm going to save it for next week. I'm going to talk about um, the black coaches thing. Because it kind of pisses me off. Because we're like, oh, well, black coaches aren't hired. And, and then oh, women need to get jobs. We have to hire women. That bothers me, too. I can talk about that first. The women thing. Why? Why do we have to hire women? I'm a woman, yes. But why do we have to just hire women because they're women? No. 
that woman better freaking earn her spot to be to be hired. Same with black coaches. They should be it should be earned. Maybe they all maybe some of them stink in interviews. Maybe they don't say what they need to say in the interviews. And I'm just gonna say this: just because he's a good offensive coordinator or a great defensive coordinator doesn't mean he's gonna make a great head coach. So you can be, let's look at let's look at Bowles. Bowles was a great defensive coordinator. He still is with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great defensive coordinator. He sucked as a head coach. Sucked, sucked, sucked. It doesn't make a difference what color his skin is. Why do we always have to focus on the color of skin? Why can't we focus on experience and focus on accomplishments and how accomplished they are and focus on if they were determined and the, the determination and the perseverance, like that kind of stuff. Now we gotta focus on color of skin. So we need to hire people because they're black. We need to hire people because they're women. No, they should earn it. Everybody should earn it. It shouldn't just be handed to them. And that's what pisses me off. Earn it. And like I said, just because they make a great assistant coach or they make a great offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, doesn't mean, or special teams coordinator, whatever they are, doesn't mean they're going to make a great head coach. A head coach is in charge of the whole entire team, not just the defense, not just the offense, not the special teams, the kit and caboodle. And I think the NFL needs to get rid of that stupid rule that you can't hire um, coaches if you interview them who are going, who are in the playoffs. I think they have that stupid ass night rule. Maybe that's why too. I mean, he's been in the playoffs and teams don't want to wait. That means they have to wait till after February 7th to hire him. By then, most teams already know what they're doing for the draft. They're getting all their draft stuff in gear. And they're going to, and they're also getting their stuff ready for um, March. I think March 17th is when the free agency starts. They're going to get their stuff in gear. They got to sign players. They got to resign their, you know, they got to resign their players. They got to make, maybe make trades. Who knows? But they have to be ready. Just get rid of it. He can still coach. He can still be on the Kansas City Chiefs, coaching for the Super Bowl and be a head coach and be named as the head coach. He can be in meetings. I, I, you know, I don't can't see why not. You could at least interview them, and then maybe just wait and just say, okay, I'm, I think we're going to hire you, and then just wait. I don't even see what the big deal is either. Maybe he just thinks. In interviews, maybe they don't like what they hear from him. We don't know. See, this is the whole thing. Nobody knows what's said in the interview, but yet everybody goes, "Oh, but he makes a great he makes a great coordinator. He's just awesome and remarkable." And blah 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 blah. Yes, great, 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 great. But maybe he sucks in interviews. Maybe he has a different philosophy than the coat than the teams that are interviewing him. And they don't like that philosophy. You don't know. I mean, how many times have you been interviewed for a position and you thought you were going to get it and you didn't get it because somebody else was more qualified or they liked somebody else's personality or they like somebody else's philosophy over yours? It happens. It happens in every profession. But we shouldn't be hiring people because of the color of their skin or because of their, or because of their women. 
because now we need to hire women now. Yeah, women. And I'm not gonna, well, I kind of mentioned it yesterday about the NFL player Wheeler with his um, being arrested for domestic assault. And he's supposed, I believe I read that he's manic depressed and he's supposed to be taking pills. So just the fact that he can, he can't be, he, can, he needs to be put away somewhere, whether in a mental institution or whether in prison, I don't know. I don't know the right one, but he can't, he can't be out in public because he can't be, he can't, he's not accountable for taking his medication. Take your meds. If you took your meds, that wouldn't have happened. So, you know, some guys and girls, you know, oh, I forgot my meds. No, I didn't take it. Oh, well, and they don't care. No, God almighty. It's just crazy. The whole thing, but I'll tell you what also pissed me off with that, that though. Do, do, do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hold on, I'm going to find what I wrote because I did. Okay, here it is. Um, so some girl, some guy on this Facebook page wrote, oh, she's beautiful. He's such a prick. And then I wanted to kill him. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like, hello. So, you know, so I told him, he goes, oh, wow, she's beautiful. What a prick. And I said to him, so what does that have anything? What does that have to do with anything? So a woman's looks dictates if she's gonna get beat up or raped i mean do you hear how stupid that sounds and of course then the girl commented that it was fucked up and i'm like yeah it is and i said like seriously it is i said so here's a here's a hint for you guys out there hello man you need to stop associating a woman's looks as an important part of judging her because i can tell you from personal experience with guys just because a guy is a Calvin Klein model and looks hot, don't mean he his heart is hot. He has a, you know, some people's insides and who they are as people, they suck. But on the outside, they look marvelous. Stop judging people based on looks. Looks are deceiving. But that was like, I was like, um, okie dokie. Um, okay, so I mean, really needs to get help because this is, you know, him not taking his meds definitely shows he's incapable of living among the public if he can't be accountable for taking meds. Take your meds. If you are one of those people that are bipolar, you have depression, if you're schizophrenic, if you have to take medication every day, make sure you take it because you are responsible for that. See, so I can go back now to the Jets one more time and say, Sam's always accountable for everything he does on that field. On the field where it matters, off the field, it, it matters, but I'm just pointing this out. Do you really think that Watson's going to be accountable when he messes up? He's not showing leadership right now. And by the way, you don't hear a peep out of J.J. Watt. And he wasn't happy. 
he's been he's been unhappy about being about Texas. He's got one more year on his contract. You don't hear a peep out of him. He's a disgruntled player. I mean, I can't stress that enough, people. That's like hiring a disgruntled worker, thinking, oh, he's going to be mentally fine here. And then all goes to hell. <sighs> Lord have mercy. So we'll, we'll see what happens. That's all I'm going to say. So like talking about it right now doesn't matter because we don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows. I'm going to tell you this. No beat writer knows what's going to happen. Nobody on ESPN knows what's going to happen. So just wait and see. That's all we can do is just wait and see. All right. So if you want to know about the fake scam on Instagram, watch it on my, uh, the Sassy Show on Facebook. The link will be on my YouTube channel and then posted on Twitter, LinkedIn, and um, Facebook. It'll be posted on my Facebook page, Sassy Productions INC. Um, also, there's new stuff going on with um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is really becoming more involved, um, trying to gather more people to the platform. So I have something posted there on that one. And Facebook, off Facebook activity. I gave you directions of what you can do, especially if you're an iPhone user. This mostly is aimed at you. If you're an Android user, well, you're still going to see a lot of ads. You're still going to be tracked a lot more than an Apple user. That's mostly why everybody got logged out last week because they had a read, they had a um, Facebook had up their system to be able to handle the uh, um, the 14 IS, ISO uh, update, which if you have an iPhone, make sure you update it to that. You really should update that. You don't want to get hacked and have all these different things happen with your phone. So make sure you do you do that update. Think about that, that's it. So stay tuned next week for another edition of the Sassy Nation and the Sassy Show. Now my recording here, my practice for cheerleading starts now at 4.45. So I can do my show at the regular time, which is at three o'clock. So next Thursday, the Sassy Show, Facebook Live, 3 p.m. is presented by Rock and World Radio. And then Friday, the Sassy Nation. So thanks for listening. And if you have any questions or comments, you always can reach me on Twitter. Direct message me. Send me a message. Follow me. Send me a tweet. And I will see you all next week. Have a good weekend.